Um, I was thinking about what we should do for this for today's episode. Yeah. And I have two jars of peanut butter here. <laughs> All right. I'll eat one of the jars. Do you have any pretzels or anything that I can No, I, I just have one spoon. <laughs> <laughs> just share the spoon. Wait a second. What do you mean share? I have two jars of peanut butter oh, here, Oh, fuck. I see you what's know, going Carl, on here. I'll give you one of them in the spoon, and I'll eat the other one like fucking Winnie the Pooh in a honey pot. It wouldn't be the first time today that you've done that. No. About 2 a.m. <laughs> Not even the first time today. Let's uh, get this motherfucker started, shall we? Let's do it. Creepos, welcome to another edition of the worst contest on the internet. It's the Creep Off. I am your host, Hot Carla, my co-host. What's going on, Vinny? You know, I probably have that track separated out. I can give you just the vocal track so you don't have those loud drums and guitar going in the background there. You just offer this now? I know, right? I just thought of this now. That sounded like shit. I can't believe with everything we have going on today, we're in a four to four tie. We, one of us is spinning the wheel of consequence today. We're doing it for the first time live on video and you're trying to make more work for yourself. Just say, hey, I'm Vinny, this is Carl. Why are you trying to make more? You're already, you're tripping out of the gate, my friend. I'm very what's concerned. What's fucking new, Carl? I trip out of the gate all the time, Carl. <laughs> I'm very concerned about what's gonna happen today. Oh, uh, it's a bad day. Can we look at the voting? No. No? Well, I guess we can. We should, that's what we do at the beginning of every episode to see who won last week. Let's. Let's take a look at the voting. There it is. Hey, Carl and Tanya Hardy, 52%. So that must mean that you're going to spin the wheel, right, Vinny? Because I won fair and square, right? I believe we've had a few conversations this week that you initiated. Yeah. I'm starting to think that maybe this isn't on the up and up. You think? I'm starting to think that. We've noticed dozens of votes coming in overnights for one or the other of us going back and forth, back and forth. This isn't the first week that this has happened. Either. Yeah, we've been following this kind of closely, and I don't think the people who are actually running the bot farms realize that we are paying attention to how this works. Yeah, and guys, I know that you are you think that you're rigging this whole system. This isn't a, this isn't a real thing. I, I mean, this is just a, this is just a joke show. <laughs> like, way to ruin our joke show. Good. Good job. Thanks. Yeah. You, Thanks for nothing. You made this whole thing not fun. And what we yeah. learned this week is that there are some people who uh, have been apparently uh, using, uh, what are they uh, What are they called? I'm, I don't even want to get into the yeah, whatever technology behind it. I want to give more people an idea. They're, they're going basically... in and voting for Carl. Then they're going in and voting for me. And they're like, whoever these people are, they're in some type of like feud. So it's weird because... I knew that you had enemies on the internet. I mean, you're unlikable. But did you know that I have enemies on the internet? Yeah, There are Carl, people who dislike yeah, me. Carl, there are a Can lot of... Can you believe of, it? I'm shocked that people were helping me to begin with. Because well, I assumed everybody would be helping you because you are so lovable. And I'm clearly the heel of the show. I agree. And this proves that you've never made a poignant argument that really... No. Every vote you've ever gotten was from people who just dislike me. I think that we know that for a fact. Now. I don't think we do know that, Carl. All right, so we talked about it, Vinny and I. We said, okay, we can't use this rigged voting to determine who's going to spin the wheel this week. We have to do something that's fair and square to determine who's winning this round, tied four to four, 
of the creep off. Yeah. You and ready for this, Vinny? Well, yeah, we're going to do it at the end of the show, or do you want to do it now? Oh, okay. Yeah, we can hold it till the end. That's fine. We are going to settle this tie without using this rigged vote. We have a plan. It's a very simple one. After we present our arguments and do the scum parade, we are going to have a good old-fashioned Rochambeau. That's right. Little rock, paper, scissors. Oh, Rochambeau. Two out of three. Two out of three, loser spins. We yeah. both agreed. Yep. So that's what we're going to do. You're going to watch the spinning of the Wheel of Consequences at the end of the show today. Or you'll listen to it, whichever you're doing. Because we are on YouTube now. So uh, this week, you're gonna, the only way you're going to be able to vote on the Creep Off is through Twitter. Make sure you are following us at Creep Off Pod. Can we have it so that you have to have like more than one follower in order to vote too? Because people can just create this. All right, I'll stop giving people ideas. Oh my God. That's true. They're going to have to find like, you have to have like a five follower minimum to yeah. be able to vote on the creep off. I wish there was a way to do that. So Vinny, the other rule change that I want to announce today is we're going to make this a little bit more interesting. Yes, yes. So whoever has to spin the wheel of consequences gets the first right of refusal when it lands on the consequence, if they're like, there's no fucking way in hell I'm driving to Gary, Indiana, or whichever one they're really against, yeah, they can refuse it. However, what that means is the other person, the winner, gets to pick any Anything else other on the wheel. consequence. And you have to go along with that one. So you can say no to one. It's quite a gamble. But it is. You got to kind of figure because out. Because you're automatically going to get the second worst thing on the fucking wheel. Correct. Right? 100%. Correct. Because it's not like either one of us is going to take it easy on the other one. We don't like each other. Not particularly. Correct. So this, particularly. so this will be fun. I think you're bringing out the worst of people. I do that. I tend to do that. So who's going to go first? Today? I'm going to go first. Really? Because I did win the rigged voting. Congratulations. So that means that I'm up and, oh, we didn't even talk about our theme this week. Today's theme is very simple, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to be celebrating America in the most partisan way possible. In honor of the Democratic National Convention that was last week, this week we will be introducing and trying to discover who is the creepiest democrat this week creepiest democrat next week creepiest republican yes we are very fair here yeah equal opportunity for us so Absolutely. this week we're talking about u.s politics we're talking about the creepiest democrat and away we go all right Vinny. My pick for ERA uh, this week is ERA uh, Ted Kennedy. I knew uh, you were going to go Ted Kennedy. I no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going Ted Kennedy. But you know what he did? He murdered a lady. He did. He was driving drunk, drove into a river or a lake. The Chappaquiddick River. Yeah, drove to a river and let, fleed the scene of the accident, and the woman died. He, he fled the scene of the accident. Yeah. The woman drowned. Then he went back to his hotel and went down to the front desk and complained that people next door were being too loud. It's a it's an amazing story, and yeah. when Trump says "Make America Great Again," I think that's what he's talking about because that was back when you could drive drunk, murder people, still be a senator. Good times. America's got to get back to the fundamentals. No, no consequences back then. All right. So, who is your creep? I'm fascinated to know. My creep was a uh, congressman representing the great state of New York, and here's an example of him fired up on Capitol Hill. You vote yes if you believe yes. You vote in favor of something if you believe it's the right thing. If you believe it's the wrong thing, you vote no. We are following a procedure. I will not yield to the gentleman, and the gentleman will observe regular order. The gentleman will observe regular order. This is Carlos Danger fighting on behalf of the 9-11 first responders and the 9-11 first responders bill. They have a right to see my penis. Back in 2010. Carlos Danger, a.k.a. Anthony Weiner, 
Which, by the way, either one's a stage name. You don't have to go with Carlos Danger. So you went for the easiest possible creep this week, yes? This guy is the definition of a creep. When I think creep, I think Anthony Weiner. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about what happened. This guy was sending dick pics to random girls on the internet. And, th- and? that's fine. Except for when you tweet it from your account as a U.S. congressman and then deny that it happened. Let's let's talk about his denial after he tweeted this out to the world. He thought he was sending this sexy selfie to this girl. Instead, he accidentally tweeted the picture of his wiener to the whole world. He didn't understand the technology. And then tried to lie his way out of the humongous hole. Look, this was a prank that I've now been talking about for a couple of days. He literally came out and he goes, this was a prank. It's because my last name's Wiener. So someone's pranking me and they're posting pictures of Wieners. Ha ha, guys. Come on. Not funny. And you know, he's, I love when people are lying because they go through a bunch of different scenarios. They have lies. a story for everything. And so and every little detail, <laughs> yeah. they have a whole reason why ready to go. So first it was a prank yep. and then he was hacked. The answer is I did not send that tweet. It, my system was hacked. And, by my penis. Well, and then they they asked him, well, is that a picture of your penis or not? And he wasn't sure and he couldn't tell. And the reason why I had to pick this one, Vinny, is because on June 8th, 2011, Breitbart was a guest on the Opie and Anthony show. I don't know if you remember this, but Breitbart had the pick of Anthony's wiener. And he showed it to both hosts, Opie and Anthony, not realizing they had cameras in the room. They captured it, and then Opie and Anthony leaked the picture of Anthony Weiner's penis, which ultimately forced him to admit that that was his penis that he was sending out. I've exchanged messages and photos of an explicit nature with about six women over the last three years. To be clear, I have never met any of these women or had physical relationships at any time. Oh, that's the worst way to get busted. You didn't even get laid? You didn't even get your dick wet and you got busted? (laughs) What a creep. Also, I love when things like this happen. People don't think that what they do on the internet is real. Correct. I don't. Nothing I do on the internet is real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I do love the uh, the headlines that came out. Wiener exposed. Tip of the wiener. Wiener's pickle. Beat it. Wiener's rise and fall. You know that they're having so, the editors are having so much fun with this story. Now. The worst part about Wiener sexting with random women on the internet is that, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Anthony Wiener was married to uh, Uma Abedin, who is a pretty prominent person in the Democratic Party, Hillary Clinton's right-hand woman. Yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. Uh, there was something going on with her while he was uh, sexting with women. And um, wife Uma was actually pregnant while her man was sending other women snaps of his wedding tackle. They're being a little cute in that video that I yeah, found. Yeah, British media is the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. Uh, and here's the thing. Like, Huma is yeah. her name? Yeah. She's a good-looking woman. Oh, yeah, for Beautiful sure. Beautiful lady. Yeah. Yeah, he, he really had a good thing going on. He was a freaking on track. Do you realize that guy could probably be, uh, I mean... He was John Stewart's buddy. Yeah. He, he was on The Daily Show all the time. Like, he was a rising star in the Democratic big Party. Time. He everyone could have been a senator by now. Well, yeah, it, at least. Everyone knew who he was. He was doing very well for himself. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, he had to resign from the House of Representatives. And this is one of the most hilarious resignation press conferences you'll ever hear. So today I'm announcing my resignation from Congress. Yeah! yeah! Bye, bye, pervert! <laughs> bye, 
my pervert! <laughs> Just what you want to hear when you have like a tearful moment. Please, I saw that. We're going to need that one. Oh my God. Bye bye, pervert. <laughs> yes, we are going to need that on the board. So, so funny. Uh, I love New Yorkers. New Yorkers are the, just the fucking best people. So you would think Anthony Weiner, having embarrassed himself and his party and his wife and prominent Democrats, including the Clintons, would just go away. Wouldn't that be the right move? Just go away. Two years later, 2013, he decides to run for mayor of New York. And he was actually doing pretty well. He was going to be the mayor of New York. Yeah, he was leading in the polls. Let's uh, let's hear that. Short news cycles come short memories, and this summer, Wiener ran in the Democratic primaries for mayor of New York City, shooting to the top of the pack until Sidney Leathers burst onto the scene. And now the latest on the Anthony Wiener sexting scandal. Speaking out for the first time, Sidney Leathers. About the raunchy text messages she exchanged with the New York mayoral candidate. He even had a sexy online nom de guerre. It's Carlos Danger. That's right. That's what he became, Carlos Danger, because how would anyone figure out that it's Anthony Weiner who's sending his dick around if it's from an account called Carlos Danger? I mean... How would you possibly understand I that? I think that's the second greatest online alias for what, somebody who's... What's number good. one? Was Mike Vicks. Ron Mexico. Oh, Ron... I forgot about Ron, Ron Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, Ron Mexico's a good one. But Carlos, Carlos Danger... It's just a dad nickname. That's a boomer nickname. I, I will admit that was the name of my fantasy football team for, I think, two years in a row after this happened. <laughs> the Carlos Dangers. Carlos Danger. Um, so, unfortunately, he runs for mayor. He's still sexting with chicks. Some chick released that, and things did not go well for him after that. And he ended up receiving, I think, less than 5% of the vote in the primary and did not have a shot in hell of becoming the mayor of New York. So once again, he's washed up. He needs to go away. He needs to see the error in his ways. But no, there's another round of sexing in 2015. And this one is creepy. Anthony Weiner in more trouble for him. Child Services is now investigating the former congressman after his latest round of sexting, which included a photo showing his young son in the background. That's right. He was sexting with a chick from his bed. And he's in his underpants again and his big penis is hanging out right next to his four-year-old's face, which is very disturbing and a problem. And now Child Protective Services is getting involved. And he explains why he did this. Because personally, when I'm sexing with chicks, I keep four-year-olds out of the picture. But Was he just trying to show her that it works? Maybe. Or maybe it's one of those things where you like you put it next to a nickel so you can understand how big it is. Oh, it was a scale situation. <laughs> a scale situation. Okay. <laughs> Instead of a Coke can, he just had a four-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he explains why. God bless the person with the confidence to put their dick next to a Coke can. God bless them. I know. That's, that's impressive. Uh, I find like a Coke can keychain. That, that's my move. <laughs> Works every time. That's how he landed. Women are landed dumb. Mrs. Hamburger. Right. Women are dumb. Wait, why am I getting docked? What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is, um, he explains why he did that. In another series of texts, Wiener allegedly describing his son as a, quote, chick magnet. This is the third time Wiener's sexting has gone public. So after the third time, finally, Uma's had enough. He makes it, he, he realized that women like kids. That's what he, he realized that the kid was a real chick magnet. It's a chick magnet if you're walking in the park. It's like a dog. Like women will come up to you. You get a chance to like break the ice with that. But not when you're sexting. 
There's nothing sexy about having a toddler on your bed with you. There's it's such a turnoff in every single way. This guy is fucking stupid. He really is. He's really a dumb idiot. So he's a democrat. So his wife decided finally to get uh, to get separated. Now Weiner's wife, Huma Abedin, Hillary Clinton's top aide, has announced her separation from her husband. <laughs> All right, you ready for the kicker, Vinny? So that was in August of 2016. On September 21st, one month later, he's busted yet again. And this time, he was engaged in sexting with a 15-year-old girl. What are you doing, Anthony? Everyone is looking at your phone at this point, you fucking moron. And you're sexting with a 15-year-old. He figured she wouldn't tell anybody. On the 25th, Judge Janice Coat agreed to a plea agreement sentencing... A plea agreement sentence totaling 21 months in federal prison, three years supervised released, and for Wiener to register as a sex offender. Uh, Wiener was uh, reported on November 6th of that year. He was just released February 17th, 2019 in order to register as a sex offender in April of that year. Anthony Wiener never even got his dick wet, and now he's a registered sex offender and obviously has a terrible reputation, his career is over, and he's an embarrassment to himself and his party. Yes, he legitimately did ruin his entire life. He did. Lost his hot wife. Multiple times. I mean, this, this lost his job. went on for five plus years and he just could not stop sexting with girls. It's that's it's a weird thing. Like, yeah. Have you heard of webcam sites? And you, you, the best point I think you made, and I will give you credit on this point, oh, okay. is that he never even got fucking laid. He never got Because laid. if he did get fucking laid, those stories would have been out there. And he would have been like a real fucking politician. His defense was, I've never even met these women. And I'm going, that's worse. You threw away your career for randos on the internet? What are you doing? <laughs> you fucking idiot. All right. So Anthony Weiner, um, vote on Twitter. For Carl and Anthony Weiner. Vinny, what do you got for creepiest Democrat? It's so funny, Carl, because, you know, you're, we're both New Yorkers. We are. I also have a former New York congressman. Oh, great. My creep is former Democratic congressman from the great state of New York, Eric Massa. Eric Massa, who I believe represented an area close to Rochester. Yes, yes. In fact, uh, some of the court cases that came from this were settled in Monroe County Court, where we live, Carl. Beautiful. Massa graduated from the U.S. Naval Academy in 1981. He went on to serve in the Navy for 24 years. He qualified as a service warfare officer and eventually served as an aide to former NATO Supreme Allied Commander General Wesley Clark. So Wesley Clark ran for president in 06, and uh, Massa was kind of close to him, and he started working for him and got decided that he was going to run for Congress in his home state of New York. So he ran against a guy named Randy Cool. Does that, do you remember that name, Carl? It sounds like a pro wrestler, Randy Cool. Yeah, K-U-H-L. And here's the thing. <laughs> Was no, it a WCW or WWE? I can't remember That's a now. WCW name if yeah, I ever heard it. Yeah, it's definitely WCW. His match with Sting was one of the best matches I've ever seen. Ran, Randy Cool. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Randy Cool beat him the first time out. With a chair? No. Did his manager cheat for him? Was the ref distracted? How did this work? Listen, I Randy didn't see Cool that one. was a creep on his own. And okay. he, he, too bad he was a Republican. I could have, might have used him. At one point, Next Randy week. Cool uh, held a shotgun to his wife's head in an altercation, and he still beat Eric Massa the first time he ran <laughs> for Congress. Wow. Yeah. So he ran again in 2008. It was a narrow loss, and he used his military service, talked it up, and he won. Now, 
Congress, your term is two years, right? Yeah. So it's, 2008, it's gone in a blink. You yep. know, he, 2008, he's elected. 2009, 2010-ish, right there, you got to start running again. Oh, and yeah. He announced, you have to start campaigning as soon as you get elected. Yeah, you're basically just trying to make money, make money, make money. Yep. So 2010, he announces he is gun-ho. He is going to be running for re-election. And then things slowed down a little bit. And uh, Eric Massa announced that he was not going to be running again because he had cancer. Story. All right, I mean, that's enough. I, I think we get the point. That poor guy. All right, so uh, let's, no, no, let's go no, to the no, 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 no. Oh, there's more. No, he does get cancer. But <laughs> then guy. some other news came out. Here is a, uh, a clip from ABC News. What we've heard from Congressman Massa last week, he on Wednesday was having a recurrence of cancer. On Thursday, uh, he was guilty of using salty language. On Friday, we learned uh, he's before the Ethics Committee to be investigated on charges of sexual harassment. Yeah, Carl. Wait, salty language? Yeah, yeah, Cares. that's what he said. So he, here is the thing about Eric Massa. Unlike Anthony Weiner, well, Eric Ma- Ma- Anthony Weiner just shut up and went to rehab. Yeah, and like you know, he kept fucking up privately. Eric Massa wouldn't shut up. Yeah, in fact, he he wrote this song. I freaking hate vaginas. <laughs> Which is a, a catchy ditty. Before he got elected. I don't think they really vetted him too, too well. No. Because, you know, I got to tell you, there's some rumors about the Navy. I don't know if you've heard any of them. <laughs> where sometimes these guys get into a little bit of trouble, Carl. Uh, here's, some inf- here's some interesting stories that were reported in the Washington Post on March 10th. Uh, they announced that he was under investigation on those allegations. But they also say that he was accused while he was in the Navy of groping multiple male staffers and other uh, other people on the ship. According to Peter Clark, a Navy shipmate, Massa was notorious for making unwanted advances towards subordinates. He tells the story of his unwanted, unwanted. Are we sure about that? Uh, unwanted. So one, one particular story is he shared a room with one guy and he said that he woke up with Massa on the edge of the bed. And Massa started trying to massage him and said, don't you want to get one of my special massages? He recalled, he called them a Massa massage. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's branding. I'm a marketing guy. I appreciate that. You got to hey, spread the word. To come promise. to Massa's. <laughs> Massa massage. Happy, Massa's happy endings. Uh, Ron Moss, a Navy shipmate, Boris's hey, roommate. That, <laughs> I love a good music band. Uh, he said that he woke up one night. He was shared another bunk with Massa. This is a different guy. Now, they had bunk beds, Carl. Yep. This guy was on the top. Massa was on the bottom. <laughs> and one night he wakes up to find Massa crawled up on the top bunk, undoing his pants while trying to, quote, snorkel him. All right, I'm getting a bit of a chub right now. Yeah. This is a sexy story. So, this guy, Did he send this in the penthouse? Yeah, I guess. They also claim that he used to go down when he was a lieutenant commander. He would go down to where the men's and the subordinate showers were. Yeah. And he would do his laundry there, right by the showers. He was just hanging out by the showers, Carl. Nothing weird about that, right? And they didn't report him because he outranked a lot of these guys, and they felt that he was a very uh, vengeful kind of a guy. And they knew that there would be problems if they did. They said he would retaliate, that he was, quote, a cocky guy, competent, but he saw himself as a future admiral. Uh, it doesn't surprise me that he wound up in Congress, one of them said. So, as he's in the Navy, I guess, 
he got into his fair share of trouble. Okay. He was uh, sexually assaulting other sailors. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. And now he's in Congress and his cancer's acting up. And all of a sudden, he's not going to run for re-election. He decided he was going to go and do one of the weirdest hours of fucking television you will ever see. Instead of going to, like, CNN or MSNBC, a place that's friendly to the liberal agenda, mm-hmm. he decided to go visit Glenn Beck. Wow. And we're talking 2010 Glenn Beck. So, Which was probably one of the top-rated shows. I'm sure the audience size was, yes. was pretty good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. people who are going to be all that sympathetic to his cause. So they just basically tried to introduce him and say, what's going on here? Here's a little clip of him trying to explain the salty language allegation against him. The new allegations, first it was you made an off-color remark or you hit on a guy at a wedding. I, I, so Explain that one first. Okay, so we're at a wedding, New Year's Eve. Everyone had too much to drink. There were 300 people there. I, I went with a bridesmaid, danced with her, sat down. I went back to my staff, all the bachelors. They all made the, the, the remarks that you can imagine about you ought to do this, you ought to do that. I grabbed a guy, tussled and said, no, I ought to do it to you. And there were other words, and they're all out there. I gave a full and complete disclosure, and I left because I realized the party was getting to a place that I shouldn't be at. The- so, Carl, did you hear that story? Yeah, that story's insane. And by the way, in your apology, if it starts with, we were all drinking a lot, stop right there. Now, you noticed, <laughs> Jesus. you noticed that he said, I went over to the other bachelors. Now, who are these bachelors, Carl? Well, when you're in Congress, they don't pay a lot of money, and to live in D.C. is very expensive. So what he did was, uh, according to most people, something that congressmen people probably shouldn't do, he decided to live with a bunch of his staffers. They all rented a condo together, Carl, and they all lived together. And uh, according to, I believe it was uh, Bernie Frank's office, he felt that he had a very, very inordinate amount of young homosexual people that worked for him in his office. Probably coincidence. But why did they live together, Carl? Here, let Eric Massa explain it. Okay. Was your wife at that one? No, this isn't a townhouse. We all live together. All the bachelors in need because nobody can afford in Washington, D.C. to pay the outrageous rent. All the bachelors? All the bachelors. I'll live with them. <laughs> Who uses words like that? He's got these bachelors living with him. Yeah. All of a sudden, he was accused the very day of this interview, 90, before the interview, 90 minutes before the interview, it came out that he was accused of groping them. Yeah. Here's his defense to that. Now they're saying I groped a male staffer. Yeah, I did. Not only did I grope him, I tickled him until he couldn't breathe, and then four guys jumped on top of me. My 50th birthday. <laughs> it was his 50th birthday, Carl. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Maybe the public spotlight isn't the place for you, Eric Mazza. Maybe being on television is not a good idea for well, you. Well, see, don't you understand? This is all just horseplay, Carl. This is horseplay. This is just horseplay. And he had a this very... is what 50-year-old guys do with each other. They, he... they have tickle fights. That was his excuse. Here you go. Listen. Yeah. I never translated from my days in the Navy to being a congressman. Right. It was, But I did not. Let me be very clear. No, tickle fights in the Navy. I've never been in the Navy. Oh, no, it tickle hey, fights in the Navy. Let me show you something. He's like, let me show you something, Glad. Let me show you. Oh, re- my. Let me show you what really goes out of the Navy. And he pulls out a photo album, Carl, which is like your own personal photo album. Not like a published book, just a, a book of pictures that he had. Okay. And listen to the description. You're going to show me tickle fights? I'm going to show you a lot more than tickle fights. <laughs> you can't. I don't know if you. That's a crossing the line Harry, ceremony. Can you get this? That's a crossing the line ceremony, 1983. If you were to take this out of context today, 
I don't know if you can show that. You really air, you know. Glenn Beck was speechless after this. He just went, uh, yeah. Uh. Actually, his official statement was, Jeez Louise. Yeah. He started showing him these pictures of something called a crossing the line ceremony, which, number one, I'm out. Exactly right. Why did he go on television? Who advised him to do this? So I <laughs> and to show an idiot. and he kept the photos of this. He yeah, had I know. Him in a photo book. Just in case he's in front of a national audience, he can talk to millions of people all at once. Or just in case he wants book. to recollect about his old times <laughs> in the Navy. Wow. He's got his photo album. Now, I called a buddy of mine this morning uh, uh, who served in the Navy. Did you tell him to vote for you multiple times not, when you called him? No. I asked him his strategy on rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> okay. No. He uh, was in the Navy. He served. And I asked him, I go, dude. What the fuck is a crossing the line ceremony? Because number one, if you're invited to something called a crossing the line ceremony, mm -hmm. no thank you. I'm going to stay on this side of the line. I'm yep. good. Yep. Not interested. Well, this is what my friend, I'm not going to say his name because technically they're not supposed to talk about this. Okay. This is one of those things that's supposed to stay on a ship. So I'm not going to say his name, but he left me a voicemail explaining his um, his ceremony. And then he also told me a little bit about what might have been happening in the 80s. So my experience back in 2005 when I crossed the equator in the Navy was, and they, they forced me to do this. They even threatened time off with my girlfriend back in Japan and Liberty uh, in Australia. So the first thing they do is they wake you up and they make you get dressed with your pants on backwards so the zippers, like, hit your asshole. So I don't know what kind of homoerotic stuff happened back in the day. They make you eat you with I your do. hands behind did you hear that? I know what kind of homoerotic stuff happened back in the day. Yeah. It's pretty self-explanatory at this point. <laughs> uh, keep going. Your uh, back. They make you crawl through garbage. Uh, they make you line up and bow down to this guy who's dressed up as King Neptune with, like, a beard and ask for his, like, forgiveness or his approval. One of those two things. I heard back in the day you had to kiss his foot. I'm not sure. Um... <laughs> But yeah, that was my experience. I'm sorry it wasn't that gross or disgusting. It was pretty... They just sprayed us with water and called us pieces of shit. There you go. He left out one thing where the commanding officer would say, Let's see that dick. Hop aboard, sailors. Let's not forget that. So here's the other thing you told me. Back in the day, what they used to do was because they were... The crossing line stands for crossing the equator. And when you would cross the equator for the first time, they would haze you. Yeah. So they would take eggs, raw eggs, and crack them all over like the deck of the ship. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay them. in the in the northern hemisphere, please. Yes, Thank please. You. I'm, I'm good north. up here. This is fine. And they take eggs, right? Yeah. And they they keep the shells and everything, and they leave it all there, and it starts cooking and getting gross because it's so fucking hot on the deck. And then they make you crawl through it on your back, and your back gets all cut up and shit. That's terrible. Yeah. That's not even fun. They're funny. Nope. Plus, I would have eaten those eggs. Now, I would have liked an omelet, actually. Here is, uh, I would like you to hear Congressman NASA describing his picture. It, it looks like an, an orgy in Caligula. That's what he said about his old picture. Yeah, that he brought. it's like you're the one who brought this evidence, dummy. He's trying to say that there's nothing wrong with what he was doing. It was all just hazing, and that's what we did in the Navy. Wow. He's saying that it is fine to grope and sexually harass your staffers because back in the days of the Navy. You were allowed to do whatever you wanted to, Carl, when you cross the border. This is a bad argument. And, Vinny, don't congressmen have staffers 
And people who might like tell him, like, run this by me. What are you going to say to Glenn Beck on national television? At that point, they were all suing him, Carl. <laughs> okay. So here's That's the true. last clip I'm going to play you because he didn't stop with that. Like, he kept going and he went on to Larry King. And Larry King, uh, this old man asked him an interesting question. We have to ask it. Are you, are, you, are you gay? Well, here's that answer. I'm not going to answer that. In, in year 2010, <laughs> why don't you ask my wife? Ask my friends. Ask the 10,000 sailors I served with in the Navy. No, uh, I, I'm right. not going to answer that. That's, that is so, right, you don't have is, to. I said. Well, but I it's an insulting. Larry, Larry. I didn't mean it to insult you. No, no, not me. It insults every gay American. Because no, somehow. It yes, it does. It somehow <laughs> classifies people. Why I would Larry. even ask that question because in this day and age? You said you groped someone. Oh, and, and here you go back to that night. It was night. a male. And Larry, and I explained what that was three times. Three times, I told you. I was just You're fucking... a stupid dumbass. <laughs> Is that not the best interview? I will not answer that question. Wait, it's insulting. It's insulting to ask if you're gay after you've been caught trying to have gay sex with men multiple times? No. Ask my wife. Could you imagine what she would say about that? Stories about this guy flooded from all over the place. What's going out? One of the stories was that he went to the funeral of a Marine in Hornell, New York, yeah. and was hitting on a bartender at the, at the like the party after. Yeah, yeah. The guy was obviously cruising, and he can't even admit to himself, and he can't even be open about it. He also has the world's worst gaydar. He's constantly hitting on straight men. Yeah, that's how people get pissed off at you when you're trying to fuck straight men, gay guys. Love to suck dick. You can hit on gay guys all day. No one will say anything. It's fine. Fucking I will idiots. say this. Eric Massa left Congress, and after he left, they had to pay over $100,000 in settlements. Okay. That's Congress did. This is taxpayer money. Yeah, I mean, it's not that a they lot had of money. To pay. Dude, that so we didn't <laughs> have to pay? Yeah, I know. To just some dudes whose dicks this guy grabbed? Yep. Well, what did Anthony Weiner cost the taxpayers? I'm just saying. His creepiness here cost us money. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. And then he says everybody in the Navy knows about it. Yeah, I know. That, that, that's a terrible defense. Ask, ask all the sailors that I, I sailed with if you're gay or not. Yeah, I don't think you that. want us asking them. It, it looks like. Yeah, they absolutely already told you. Yeah. Yeah, the Navy knows it. Everybody in the Navy knows it, he says. Right. And anybody that's been in the Navy knows it. Fucking crazy. All right. That's my creep. Eric Massa. He was groping dudes. All and right. then even after he left Congress, there were some situations where he was paying his wife out of campaign money that was still in there. And uh, yeah, he got into a lot of trouble. Quick and question. you know the fun thing? His cancer. Yeah. He's still alive in 2020. Good for you, Eric. Keep on trying. Good job, Eric. Quick question for you, Vinny. Uh, did he run for mayor of Rochester after that? Is he uh, a registered sex offender? Were there any 15-year-olds involved in any of this creepiness? I don't know. Just saying. Well, did Anthony Weiner actually sexually assault anyone? Just saying. This guy was sexually assaulting subordinates. Have you ever gotten a dick pic on your phone? I would call that sexual harassment and assault. 100%. That 15-year-old was asking for it. Don't isolate that. Don't isolate that. No, please don't isolate that. Maybe people will start hating you more than they hate me. Uh, I doubt Thank it. you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Well, you ready for, uh, let's do some voicemails. You could vote this week. Obviously, you're going to vote for Eric Massa, our Navy boy, and uh, screw Carl and Anthony Weiner. Now, vote on our Twitter account, which is at creepoffpod. That is correct. 
Now, as always, folks, we encourage you to leave us voicemails. The number is 585-371-8108 if you would like to ever call us. Uh, this week, we had so many calls, and not all of them were good, so I'm not going to play all of them. <laughs> okay. Lenny as Murray Gordo. Carl as Murray Fail. And Lenny Dijkstra como Inos Pequeños. <laughs> Bad friend, this guy speaks Spanish. Yeah. Well done. Who knew? At an eighth grade level, no doubt. Who knew? Well done. Uh, check it in, our pal Imbecile. Imbecile here. First, let me congratulate you on the triumphant return of the cheap trick scum parade theme. It is a snappy composition which gets to the point. Also, if I'd like to listen to an entire cock rock song, I will do it on my own time. Fair enough. <laughs> Secondly, last week you two were waxing philosophic on how to obtain underage ass on the internet. As a former pimp, back in my day, we bought and sold all underage prostitutes in the comment section of the CNN website. <laughs> Nowadays, Brilliant. I believe all transactions <laughs> take place on stuttering John's YouTube channel. <laughs> Oregon! 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 Oh, imbecile, you rock, buddy. Imbecile will have MVP of the voicemails. Agreed. Uh, hey, Minnie, I got a voicemail that came in. And I think this is fun because I don't hear the voicemails that come into the creep off until Vinny plays them. And if you want to leave one for me specifically, go ahead and call the WATP hotline. No, you, no, I'll you play call it the creep off hotline. And I'll play it out here. Uh, this is a person. So last week I had Tanya Harding because we had a professional athlete, biggest yeah. creep. And someone is playing a little Monday morning quarterback, pardon the pun. Tanya fucking Harding is the creepiest athlete. Jesus Christ, Carl, what are you thinking? Lenny Dykstra. Lenny Dykstra. He fucking killed six million Jews in World War II, then topped it off with 20 million more Russians afterwards. <laughs> then he goes to fucking Penn State and molests boys for 30 years, adolescent boys for 30 years in the, in the football showers, then moves on to Michigan State <laughs> and frickin' is the last one before a period hits the gymnast. What the fuck were you thinking? That is brilliant, and I'm pissed that I didn't think of it. That's fucking funny. I mean, I don't know how you didn't either. <laughs> I think we had a rule about no Lenny Dykstra. I think that was our rule for the creepiest athlete. You know what? I think you are right there. I think we did. But that was that. that's fucking funny. That's way funnier than Tanya Harding. Thank you. Oh, are you ready for the scum parade, Vinny? Hit it, baby. All right. This is for Imbecile Wilhelm. You know, if only someone had a really good idea for a real snappy opening and closing theme song right, that they right. shared with their co-host. We'll get to it. We'll get uh, to it. Right. Jules' department's a little bit backlogged right now. We'll get to it. Oh, uh, they're all busy on their WATP nonsense. So, Correct. let's start off. We're going to go to the Dominican Republic today, Carl. All right, let's do it. Uh, looks like one of the employees' cup of coffee with baseball's Washington Nationals is over. The MLB club says it has fired a team employee who is allegedly seen on video tossing two cups of hot coffee into the face of a convenience store employee. Did you see the video of this? I most certainly did. Wow. 
that was something fucking else. Two cups of coffee with no lids on them and just both of them shot into her face. Yeah, and there was nobody there with that little speed clock to count how fast the coffee went to her face. Correct. We don't know if it was a change-up or a curveball. That's what he was fired for. He's not keeping track of the times. Uh, The incident occurred in the Dominican Republic where the employee identified as Hazil Morel was working as an administrator of the Nationals Baseball Academy in the Caribbean. The Associated Press reported the video shot from behind the store's counter shows a customer appearing to get into a dispute with the cashier. Suddenly, the customer picks up two cups of coffee and splashes the contents in the cashier's face. And like Carl said, he did not miss. He was right on target so this guy worked for the washington nationals baseball team he was fired and what i get really annoyed with with our news media is the information they leave out Mm -hmm. this is how you know that it's skewed reporting i went and looked at every article about this incident and none of them mentioned a very important fact Vinny. what's that very important fact about why he threw the coffee at her she was a phillies fan oh she was wearing a bryce harper jersey it's an important detail, don't you think? Sure. You work for the Nationals, and there's a fucking Phillies fan in the Dominican Republic selling you your coffee? How else are you supposed to react to that? I've committed many crimes against people wearing Jim Kelly jerseys, so I totally understand. Right! And if they leave it out of the article, it's like, by the way, Vinny's a Dolphins fan. You're like, oh, okay, all right, now yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, long story short, he's fired, and they don't know if he's going to... Uh, face any particular criminal charges it is the dominican republic i'm sure that was the least of their problems that day and i'm surprised they have a working camera is that racist is that racist to say <laughs> they, fil- they were just waiting to film the news in that convenience store right after the assault was done it's like the <laughs> their one camera, camera. <laughs> bring in the camera <laughs> and they, that's how this whole thing got reported they were just sitting there watching it Jesus waiting to go Christ. on the air All right, so that's that story. Uh, We're going to head to Kentucky today, Carl. All right. According to police, a tipster called 911 around 1.20 a.m. Sunday to report that a male suspect approached two individuals and offered to sell them a four-year-old child at the Speedy Mark in Corbin, uh, a city near in the southeastern part of Kentucky. Witnesses provided Kentucky State Police officials with the license plate of the suspect's white Nissan, which led them to a home about five miles away. Inside, they found Gertrude Hinson, 26, and Harry Day, 29, during questioning, Day and Hinson reportedly admitted to using methamphetamine earlier in the day. A search of the residence turned up meth and drug paraphernalia. Cops say additionally, Day had a visible track marks on his arm and was still bleeding. That's always nice. Since Day had driven back to Hinson's residence from the Speedy Mart, police administered a field sobriety test, which he failed. Day was arrested and charged with promoting human trafficking, DUI, and two vehicular counts. Uh, Hinson was charged with possession and endangering the welfare of a child. The child was obviously taken out of the home, and they were both booked into the Knox County Jail. There's a 26-year-old woman named Gertrude? Is that shocking to you? I do heroin, too, if that was... Who is heroin? Who is naming their child Gertrude? So, what are the chances of finding someone who's in the market for a four-year-old boy outside of a speedy bar at 1 a.m.? You never know unless you try. You'd have a better shot using Tradio to try to sell a four-year-old boy. <laughs> that just seems hey, like it's a- Tradio. <laughs> oh, hey, anybody need a four-year-old? Uh, sir, sir, that it's not poultry, is it? <laughs> oh, sorry, that's no, too deep. No chickens, yeah. No chickens. Uh, so in the article, it says he was selling the boy for twenty-five hundred dollars, apparently for drug money. Yeah, but they don't know that that's true. He might have been wanting to chip in towards his Roth IRA or maybe get a gas insert for the fireplace. We don't know what he was going to use that money for. Yeah, and I mean, he, he didn't even put a price on it either. He was just like, hey, 
You want to buy this kid? Oh, it said, it said $2,500. Oh, was it $2,500? I did not see that. Anymore. I don't know what four-year-olds normally go for, but it sounds like a bargain. Yeah, that's Especially less than a $1,000 a year. A white kid, $2,500? Not bad. Uh, jeans are bad, though. That guy's teeth were probably a mess. So it was his girlfriend's son from a previous relationship? Correct. Which, by the way, kids from previous relationships can really fuck up a relationship. It is a good idea to get rid of them. This is a perfect example. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> This is the kind of problems they cause. The good news for Mr. Day, the DUI count has been dropped as part of his plea deal. He's going to jail. Well, yeah, he, he admitted to human trafficking, Yeah, which I'm not an attorney, but I would just plead not guilty to that and see what happens. <laughs> Fucking idiot. So, Carl. Yeah. We talked about politicians earlier today. Yep. Now, we also talked about a politician a couple weeks ago that was pretty entertaining. The guy who set up his campaign booth on the site of George Floyd's murder. Yeah, the Republican who did that? Yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah. Idiot. The black Republican guy. So uh, we are going to meet another candidate for local politics. A woman running for mayor in Sumter, South Carolina, now faces criminal charges after police say she staged her own kidnapping and beating to get publicity and the sympathy votes in the November election. Sabrina Belcher, 29, carried out the stunt on Facebook Live. Our favorite thing in the world, I right, know. Carl? It's Don't the best. Don't you fucking love Facebook Live? It's the best. Police say, with help from 34-year-old Christopher Eighty, around 11.30 p.m. Tuesday, Belcher reported to police that she was assaulted and kidnapped by a man she didn't know who tried to rob her. She said she was injured and the man broke out her car windows during the attack. Crews took Belcher to the hospital to be treated and she was later released. Later, investigators discovered she was in contact with her alleged attacker. Uh, apparently, they planned it days in advance, and police say she admitted to faking the crime. Would you like to hear the audio from the Facebook uh, live video? Oh, you have it? I do. Oh, let's hear it. This is her faking being kidnapped. <laughs> Sorry, it's Stop taking so long. Stop this motherfucker right here, ratting off, bitch. Stop it. Hmm? Tell you about fucking with my motherfucking people, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> hmm? The fuck you want? Hmm? It's a big deal. Now he's breaking out the car windows. <laughs> so, all fake. So this is the problem, is that the struggle is so fake, people are saying Robert De Niro in The Irishman was more believable. They are. And that's what Jesse Smollett, this is the decision that he made that was so smart. You don't release video of this, and he's a professional actor, and he knew he couldn't pull it off. It's like, you need Michael Bay to pull off shit like that if you're going to make it look realistic. So no one's buying it. At what point in this video, folks, he is supposedly hitting her in the stomach with a bat. And you can see that his hand is between the bat <laughs> and her stomach. Like, I'm telling you, freaking, there's been better bat hits on pro wrestling yes. than there are than this. I actually, thing. I actually pulled a clip from later on in that same video. Oh, really? Yeah, this is, um, this is audio from that video where you can hear how it just does not sound realistic at all. Like, it was a real fight. Come here, you. You're just my size. So I can hit you. I mean, that just sounds ridiculous. 
There's I mean, some fully work being done. I think Yakety Sack should have been played in the background. <laughs> yeah. So the whole situation there is just fake. So she's being accused of uh, trying to smear a political appointment during a fake Facebook Live attack and planning to smear other candidates in the election. This was simply an effort to create disorder and discontent in our community for personal gain. By the way, I read that statement and I was like, wait, is this about Andrew Cuomo all of a sudden? What just happened? Oh, Oh, Carl's, oh, yeah. Carl's got a hot take. You got a hot take about hot Cuomo. Takes. Oh, uh, remind me to tell you about Tim Dillon and Cuomo shutting down his show. Oh, uh, we'll talk. We can talk all about that. All right. You know, uh, I'm not too happy about that situation. Yeah, I know. Stand-up comedy is not allowed to be performed in the state of New York. Not even outdoors. Nope. You cannot tell a joke to people. Nope. If you have a liquor license, they're coming to take it if you do. Yep. It's pretty nuts right now. Yep. Uh, Belcher is charged with conspiracy and filing a false police report, which is a felony. Eddie is charged with conspiracy. They were both arrested Wednesday and booked in the Sumter County Jail. I don't think she's going to win. <laughs> no, I, I don't <laughs> think so either. I think uh, Eric Massa has a better chance of winning that election. Yeah, I was a Navy man, you know. <laughs> uh, Amber Nicole Van Adder, 20 from Indiana, is facing multiple felony charges after she allegedly admitted to harming an infant. This is a fucked up story. Mm -hmm. uh, the infant had been left with her in her care. Police say reportedly she had been visiting with the child's mother who left her daughter in Van Adder's care when she went to work. Van Adder drove the injured baby. Well, the mom went to work about 3 o'clock on Friday, and at 9.30 p.m., Van Adder drove the injured baby about a year old to her mother's workplace and gave the child to her mother, according yeah. to the police. She thought it was uh, take your abused daughter to work day. Yeah. During those six and a half hours, though, the baby's face was held against the belt of a treadmill. Yeah. The old Indian burn. The old Indian burn. And her arms and neck were also burned with a cigarette lighter. The old trailer park burn. <laughs> yeah, all right. The baby was later taken to the IU Health Memorial Center, where she reportedly re received treatment in the emergency department. Van Etter was arrested and booked into Delaware County Jail. She was charged with neglect of a dependent, battery, resulted in serious bodily injury to a person less than 14, and battery of a person less than 14. When asked by police why she did it, she said she was depressed and the baby was crying. I don't think she thought this one through. If you don't like a baby crying, you don't torture the baby. It doesn't stop the crying. It's called whiskey. You I, want a baby to stop crying? Grab the whiskey, not the cigarette lighter. Uncle Carl knows. Uncle yes. Carl knows. Right. Now, listen, here's the other thing about this. If you don't want to hear a baby crying, don't fucking babysit, asshole. Yeah. Or get noise cancellation headphones like the rest of us. Yeah. Just neglect the kid. Leave. Right. It's better than what you did. It's uh, slightly better than what you did. Slightly, yes. Put the baby, tie it up, put it in a crib, and leave. Can you read the headline of that article? I don't have it up. I'm reading off of a script here. Oh, okay. It's it's so funny because I was very confused by it. It said something like she was burned by a treadmill and a lighter. And yep. I was like, well, I get the lighter part. You're Faulty burned, wiring. Burned by a treadmill? Uh, well, that is this week's scum parade, Carl. It was a very scummy scum parade, Vinny. Well done. Are you ready to get this shit, make this shit real? Okay. So because people are cheaters, now we have to do this the old-fashioned way. Best two out of three. Rock, paper, scissors. We're going to count to three and then shoot it out towards the camera, right? So, yeah, it's one, two, three, shoot. Okay. Okay. Ready? Ready. One, one two, two, three, three shoot. shoot. I can't see your hand. I had scissors, so you got me. Oh, yes. That's a good start. Okay, you ready? All right, I'll use the other hand. All right, ready. One, One two, two, three, shoot. shoot. Okay, tie. it's a tie. 
One, two, three, shoot. Yeah! Rock, baby! Yeah! That's what I'm talking about! We did a really poor job of explaining that to people who are listening. Now that we have a video component, it kind of fucks me up a little bit. I'm not doing a good job of explaining. Okay, so what's happening now is Vinny's turning on the light in his studio... He's going to switch to a different camera angle so that we can all see the I'm going the to, wheel. but before we do, let's talk about what's on the wheel. All right, yep. All right, so the Semenology book. Yes, yeah, so someone has to purchase the well, $100 autographed version of the C- Semenology book. And then make every recipe and drink it, yep. Nope, no, 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 no. <laughs> yep. Then they have to go somewhere in public and read it. Oh, right. <laughs> That's right. Okay, good. Crocs in public. Okay, we're Crocs in public. Stuttering John book report, where you have to buy, read, and write a book report on Stuttering John. And then we're going to get a book. elementary teacher to grade it. That's correct. Which will be fun. Seven second porn challenge, uh, which is take your phone in public and blast porn on it as loud as possible for seven seconds. Yep. Yep, that'll be fun. That's fun. Uh, a trip to Tom Meyer's restaurant in Maryland. <laughs> That, that's a die. that's a rough one. Although I do like Mexican food. A <laughs> drive to Gary, Indiana. That's still on there. Jesus Christ. Uh, do it a version, a your own cover version of Nick Bates's songs. Yes, yes. That's a fun one. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, wear and use an adult diaper. <laughs> number one, not number two. I can't believe I fucking lost. I had Colin Winslow Jr. You know he was fucking creepier too. Yeah, so I do. You know goddamn that. know he was creepier. I do know that for a fact. He tried to rape an 86-year-old woman, which is unbelievable. Oh, God damn. I don't want this one. Dinner with a listener. I love it. Ugh. We'll figure out what Perform that means. Perform Seamus' stand-up in an open mic. Yes, that, that one's a fun one. Perform Vic's stand-up in an open mic. Yeah, and now you have more to choose from. There's more videos of uh, Vic now. Gross. Yep. Um, cleaning her George Washington teeth. Uh, 12-hour <laughs> podcast stream. Video. Uh, Which is, uh, you have to listen to 12 hours of Opie, Stuttering John, and live stream while you sit there and watch it. Who's going to who's gonna even know that you did that? No one's going to tune in We're gonna, that. Well, people will keep us accountable. I hope not. Uh, Mayo bobbing for apples. That's a weird one. That one came in from our subreddit, right? Yeah, it certainly did. Uh, and then back to Nick Bate cover songs. So those All right. are the options. Now I'm going to uh, switch here over is, here. People. You're not going to be able to see Carl. You're only going to be able to see me. Just believe that I'm still here. Oh, this looks great, too. This is what I'm talking about. Vinny is going above and beyond with the production of this show. He's got a handheld mic. He's standing there next to the wheel. We're going to spin it. Now, remember, the new rule is if it lands on something and Vinny says absolutely not, he can refuse it, but then I get to pick any other consequence that's on the wheel. You know I don't deserve to be spinning this fucking wheel either, right? Oh, shut the fuck up. How many you just admitted my guy was creepier. Your guy was creepier, but how many times have you gotten cheated for throughout this competition? How many now times that- have you been cheated for for this competition? A lot. <laughs> All right. Oh, Vinny. Just accept your punishment. Here we go. Try to, try to maintain a little bit of dignity here while you do this. All right, and around and around the wheel spins... Uh, any shout-outs you want to make for uh, anybody back home while the wheel's spinning? I'd like to dedicate this to Carl's whore of a mother. And it lands on 12-hour live stream. That is it. your punishment, Vinny. That's what do you really think? terrible. What do you think, man? You got So you got to listen to Opie and Stuttering John for 12 hours straight while live streaming your reaction to it? Yeah. All right. I love it. Or I could... 
cancel that, and then you can make me drive to fucking Gary, Indiana. Yeah. No, I'll do the podcast stream. I'll do the podcast. Vinny's accepting his consequence. 12 hours. Bell to bell, baby. All right. Mother oh, my fucker. goodness. Okay, so folks, we gotta if schedule you want to submit the podcast, if, if people want to submit the terrible podcast that I have to listen to. Oh, God. Anything that Suttering John has done in the last month where it's just nonstop crazy political talk with lunatics. I'm going to come into the studio. I'm going to sit at my desk. It's in unlistenable. There and I'm going to have fast food delivered. Well, all right. It's not <laughs> all bad. All right. <laughs> Watch Vinny eat himself to death while listening to Stuttering John. That should be a lot of fun. Right, wow. Vinny, what an episode today, huh? We did not disappoint. Fuck you, Carl. Let's not forget to go ahead. We have a new round starting. We have reset the scoreboard. We're 0-0 going into this next round. And so please go to our Twitter at CreepOffPod. You're going to see... Uh, an opportunity to vote for who you think brought the better creep this week and had the better argument. And we'll declare who the winner is next week on the creep off. And also next week, our theme is Republicans. Creepiest Republican. I got to tell you, the hardest thing about this theme is picking which one. Because there's just so... We could probably bring this theme back a few times is what I'm saying. I can't believe I had to fucking spin the wheel. And I'm sitting here thinking about 12 hours. And log 12 fucking hours. And by the way, did you see, because I didn't do a good job of explaining this, but did you see what my strategy was for rock, paper, scissors? I threw rock every time. I just kept throwing a rock. I knew you'd, I knew you'd walk right into that. I hate you. I love it. I the love people it. are watching live on YouTube are commenting. Yeah, all got- is right in the world. We all win. Fuck you guys. I hope you all join me. I will, I will uh, do this in the next week or two. We'll come up with a time, and I'll, I'll do it live on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely got to pick a time, and maybe I'll pop in. Oh, you're going to come and be a guest? Yeah, just like for a few minutes here and there just to make sure that you're doing it. Maybe I'll do like a 12-hour super show. We'll get Croge. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you can't make this fun. You can't make it fun on me now. I'm just going gonna, gonna to sit there and wear a sad birthday hat. Just Dude, you know what you should do, though? You should take callers. Okay. You should take callers throughout so people can just call in and chat with you as you're listening to Stuttering John. Yeah, I'll keep the Discord and stuff open. That'd be fun. So, folks, that's this week's Creep Off. Vote on Twitter this week. And also, do us a favor. Please rate and review. You don't have to say nice things, but you do have to give us five stars. We'd appreciate that. We'll no, where'd, where'd you steal that from? <laughs> I thought I originally came up with it for your show. <laughs> okay. There might be an episode where I prove that. Sure it is. So, here's the deal, people. We're out of here. It's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Good gear. Fucking asshole. Fucking bullshit. (laughs) Nobody likes you anyway, Carl. Now they're saying I groped a male staffer. Yeah, I did. Now I grow up him. I tickled him until he couldn't breathe, and then four guys jumped on top of me. It's my 50th birthday.